Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. trouble scott farrell is calling the shots from the sideline we're gonna make fun of people we're gonna hurt people's feelings it's farrell on the bench i believe in whipped cream with everything i love how the national media and espn mostly them has all of their hosts trying to get the jets to acquire kirk cousins now must be for that big loss he had on Thursday night football. Again, Mr. Primetime himself losing to the Eagles in Philadelphia. but it really is truly amazing. We talked about this on C2C yesterday where, I mean, who haven't they suggested uh, that the Jets go get? I mean, we've heard Nick Foles, Taylor Heineke, uh, Jacoby Brissett, I mean, we've heard Colin Kaepernick, for Christ's sakes. Uh, we've heard big, fat Ben Roethlisberger, who I love with his two Super Bowl rings. But as I said yesterday, uh, he's literally eaten himself out of any contention for a comeback. I mean, honestly, the guy looks like uh, a farmer uh, who's eaten the entire crop. I mean it. Like, he's not coming back. Come on. Stop already. And now you want to go get this guy? You want to go get Kirk Cousins, who never wins big games? And, you know, they want to get him because he's in the final year of his contract. I've heard this one before. Let's go get the guy that doesn't have anything left on his contract. See if he can get us to the promised land. They've said over and over, and everyone thinks that they're lying, that uh, they want Zach Wilson to be QB1. I think they are going to go with Zach Wilson as QB1. I think they're stupid not to get Flacco as the third quarterback. I think everyone's stupid if they think this team isn't still legitimate and for real with that defense of theirs. That's the most violent defense in the NFL. And they're going to push teams around this year. They're going to go into Dallas and punch the Cowboys right in the mouth with that defense. That's going to be a game. Now, I get it. The Cowboys should win the game. I get it. The Cowboys uh, are dangerous. I get it. Dak is certainly better than Zach. Fair enough. But what's Zach going to do? Give up, quit, cry, call his mommy, go back to college, go work at the Giant Eagle? Or is he going to ball out? And are they going to give the ball to Hall? Are they going to give the ball to Cook? Are they going to play action and sling it? The kid has an arm. We've seen him throw bombs successfully. And we all know Rodgers isn't coming back. Jesus ain't coming through the door. He had his surgery for his Achilles. He's done for a year. 
I still don't believe he's going to play next year. I'll believe that when I see it. But I think the kid deserves a shot. I think they should at least go through eight weeks of this thing. I mean, they play 17 games. They've played one game. They should have lost that game. They were down 13-3 to at the half. And then Josh Allen decided that he was just going to let the Jets win, so he'd throw three picks and then fumble the ball away deep in his own end at the end of the game to lose the game. And the kid got it done. He threw to Garrett Wilson, who made a great catch, and they won. He won. They are 1-0 going to Dallas. Meanwhile, the national media, not me, not Carver High, the national media is trying to convince everyone uh, that he can't do it. No chance. He's awful. He sucks. He'll never be successful. He's a loser. He proved that last year. Well, look, they drafted him number two. He'd been unsuccessful. Fair enough. But let's face facts. Their offense sucked. Their offensive line sucked. And their offensive coordinator sucked. Nobody did anything to help the kid. He was on an island. Now they have a team. We'll see if that patchwork offensive line of theirs with all those old geezers can hold up. I don't believe for a minute that that crippled Becton will last. I don't believe for a minute that that Dwayne Brown uh, is going to last because he's like 100 years old. But I think the kid deserves a shot. He's got confidence. He's got you know, a little swagger to him. And it's like he wants the challenge. I can't deny that. I can't ignore the fact that he wants a piece of this. You got to see if he can do it. They're gauging everything, the media, on what he did previously. I mean, what rookie comes in to the league and dominates from the jump, just absolutely dominates from the jump. All of them have problems. All of them struggle. All of them have highs and lows. All of them have their issues. All of them throw picks. All of them get schooled by vets on reads. All of them have to learn the hard way. But they're making this guy out to be the dumbest thing that ever came into the NFL, the worst quarterback that ever got drafted. Uh, I could go on and on over horrible draft picks that haven't lasted five minutes in the NFL. But this kid, uh, he has a chance to turn it around and get it right and be good. I've seen his arm. Uh, I've seen him throw successful deep bombs. He's young. He's strong. He can do it. They need to protect him. They need to simplify it for him. That's what the Niners did for Brock Montana. I mean, Purdy's got the simplest game plan every week you ever seen. I mean, he doesn't do anything out of the ordinary. He doesn't do anything crazy. He makes plays. He moves around. He gets out of the pocket. He makes good, sharp throws, tight throws, short throws, everything. Uh, inside 20, he's solid. Over 20, he doesn't risk it too many times. If he's got Ayuk open, he hits him. If he's got Debo open, he, he floats him and hits him. Why can't Zach Wilson do the same thing? They've got good receivers now. They got two great backs that can also catch the rock. They need to protect him. He needs to be standing up. He needs to move around. He needs to be protected, get out of the pocket, roll, and get rid of the ball. 
And people need to stop doing all these deals for the Jets. If they wanted that done, they would have done it already. Haven't they, like, seen the guy get injured Monday, have the surgery, they're getting ready to go to Dallas to play a football game. And meanwhile, ESPN wants him to do a trade for Kirk Cousins after he played last night uh, in Philly and went back to Minneapolis. you got to be kidding me. I mean, and so then what? And then the Viking season's finished, done, kaput. Bye-bye, see you later. Then they have nothing. By the way, uh, they're 0-2. So... Oh, that'll be another reason why ESPN wants him to do it. Because the Viking season is over, of course, because they're 0-2. Uh, they'll never make the playoffs because they're 0-2. I mean, this is the most ridiculous stuff I've ever seen in my life. Listen, I'm not going to deny that Cousins is better than Zach Wilson. Fair enough. He's got tons of numbers in his brilliant career of nothingness, in his career of never winning big games, in his career of utter putrid in prime time, in his career of playoff, one win. I mean, this is the most embarrassing guy ever. He is a bank heist. The guy has made more money than God being so average, it's not even funny. In fact, I think he's bad luck. I mean, it's just constantly uh, the same story with this guy. He never gets it done. Meanwhile, they've been selling that BS. You like that? Or whatever the hell he yells. Uh, I'm sick of his slogans and his yelling and his image that they give him that he's some kind of badass when he's not a badass at all. Just stop with it already. Honestly, I can't wait till he goes away. Did you see the heated, like, like situation they had going last night in Philly with A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts on the sideline. Meanwhile, they won the game. The team saying it was all about Brown wanting to be more involved in the offense. Devonta Smith said that's part of being a competitor. You always want to feel you're a part of the team, helping the team and things like that. Smith had four catches for 131 yards and a touchdown in their 34-28 win last night. Anytime something like that is going on, it's not anything bad. He's not bashing nobody. He just wants to feel part of the team, wants to help us. Okay, he had four catches for 29 yards on six targets. He didn't speak to reporters at all. Now he's mad again. Remember, this guy did the same thing when he was in Tennessee. Now he's doing it in Philly. Has anyone noticed that it's a trend here that he's never happy anywhere? That he's just a prima donna? I don't deny he's good. Uh, He caught a touchdown last night. He got called back for holding late in the game. It would have iced the game. It would have helped the Eagles cover. How pathetic are the Philadelphia Eagles up 27-7 that they can't cover? They win 34-20. You're, you're up 27 to 7 and you score one more time. That's it because you F around. TV cameras caught the exchange between Brown and Hertz at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Sirianni got in the middle of it and then talked to Brown as Hertz stormed off. And then Hertz started throwing him the ball on the following series. A 25 yarder that I said was nullified. Hertz said, I think everybody wants to make plays. Everybody wants to contribute. I have no worry about him. He's a great player, great teammate, great friend, and will do anything and everything to win. 
Sirianni said he was unaware of what happened. When they told him that camera showed his involvement, he said the conversations we have on the field are going to be private and the conversations we have in the locker room are going to be private. Y'all don't need to know what was going on right there. Yeah, we do, coach. We really do want to know what was said. The Eagles have not passed well in the first two weeks. Hurts threw for 193 yards and a TD with a pick against the Vikings. He had 170 yards with a TD in their win over the Pats. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. 